Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Rebecca Knight. It's Thursday, September 29th, and we're here with you updating the news all day, every weekday. Here's the latest. Authorities in eastern Florida between Daytona Beach and Orlando confirm a man in his 70s is the first known death from Hurricane Ian. Central and eastern Florida are getting drenched with historic amounts of rain, and residents are under a curfew until 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. Ian has been downgraded to a tropical storm, but the National Weather Service says it could regain hurricane-level strength again as it hits the Atlantic. All of coastal South Carolina is now under a hurricane warning. On the western coast of Florida, where the Category 4 hurricane made landfall, the damage is just starting to be assessed. Firefighters are wading through floodwaters and sawing through fallen trees to find anyone trapped in their homes. And patchy cell service is making it difficult. More than two and a half million residents across the state are without power. And Governor Ron DeSantis says it's already clear that cleanup from one of the worst hurricanes to ever hit the United States could take years. NATO is officially blaming sabotage for damage to the Nord Stream gas pipelines that run between Russia and Europe. And in a sign of escalating tension, the alliance says it will retaliate for any attacks on its infrastructure, even though the incidents took place in international waters and the pipelines are not in operation. NATO's statement does not offer new evidence, but CNN reports Russian naval ships and submarines were spotted in the area. Again, it's not proof of Russian involvement, but but it's fueling suspicion. Porsche is off to the races on the Frankfurt Stock Exchange. The luxury car brand had its trading debut in Europe's biggest public offering in over a decade. Shares of Porsche were trading up about 4% from the IPO price on Thursday. That gives the company a market value of about 78 billion euros and ranks it among the top five biggest car makers. Roughly half the proceeds from the IPO will go to shareholders, the company said. The rest will be used to help its parent company, VW, build electric vehicles. When the Supreme Court returns to the bench on Monday, it will allow the public back into the courtroom for the first time since March of 2020. But live audio streaming, which was introduced for the first time during the pandemic, will continue. The court is not completely back to normal, though. Tensions have been high ever since the draft Roe v. Wade decision was leaked last spring. In response to protests, security officials put up an eight-foot fence around the courthouse, which came down at the end of the summer. Aaron Judge hit his 61st home run last night, tying with Roger Maris's pre-steroids era of 61 homers in a season. The New York Yankee not only tied with the record, but he also helped his team beat the Toronto Blue Jays in an 8-3 victory. He told ESPN, You know, getting a chance to tie, you know, Roger Maris, you know, who's not only a a Yankee legend, but a, a baseball legend is an incredible honor and you know a great achievement that you know, I don't take lightly that's for sure and it's not over yet judge still has seven more games to beat Maris's record Today and every day, we're updating the refresh from insider as news happens, so check back whenever you want to know the latest. Coming up, we play two headlines and a lie. 
Higher interest rates have pushed the U.S. housing market into a recession, at least according to one expert. In July, the rising cost of homes cooled quickly, and it's the sharpest slowdown since the Case-Shiller Index started keeping track of price trends in major U.S. cities. With mortgage rates at over 7%, ING Chief Economist James Knightley says this is likely to continue. The silver lining is that more homes are becoming available, which could be good for first-time home buyers and a sign that inflation is easing. Chipotle is piloting a new tortilla chip-making robot in one of its California restaurants. The robot, known as Chippy, of course, is made by Miso Robotics, and it has sensors that can perfectly fry and season. It might sound like the machines are taking over, but when I spoke with Chipotle CEO Brian Nickel back in April, he told me that innovations like Chippy are all about getting rid of those mundane, menial tasks that no one wants to do. You know, we spend time with our employees saying, hey, what parts of the job give you the biggest headache? One of the hardest jobs to get people to go do is fry chips because everybody's like, please don't put me on the schedule to do that. Chippy is part of a bigger effort to integrate advanced tech into its stores. Chipotle is also trying out a kitchen management system to help eliminate food waste. A bank in New Jersey is creating a $12 million home ownership fund after the Justice Department investigated it for redlining. The settlement with the DOJ allows Lakeland Bank to not admit wrongdoing and avoid court, but it had been slammed for limiting mortgages to qualified Black and Latino borrowers starting in 2015. The fund will make available $15,000 to affected borrowers, helping with costs like down payments and closings. Feeling anxious or stressed out? Your pup probably already knows. A new study suggests that dogs are really good at telling the difference between a stressed person's scent versus a calm one. Researchers had four dogs sniff the breath and sweat from people who were stressed out, and then again from a calmer control group. Almost 94% of the time, the dogs could correctly identify the stressed out smell. The study's authors hope that their findings will help train service dogs for people with anxiety and PTSD. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Coolio has died at 59. He was a Grammy-winning rapper who rose to fame with his hit Gangsta's Paradise. Coolio's real name was artist Leon Ivey Jr., and TMZ, which first reported his death, says it may have been a heart attack. He was a product of the L.A. rap scene and eventually became one of the biggest names of 90s hip-hop. Oh, here goes. And let's not forget, Coolio also gave us the iconic TV theme song to the Nickelodeon classic, Keenan and Kel. It's time for us to play our weekly game, Two Headlines and a Lie. And Dave is still out on parental leave. So our guest host, Rebecca Knight, is here to play this week. Welcome, Rebecca. Hello. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. And of course, our friend Maddie Merritt from Morning Brew is here again to play with us. So Morning Brew runs a version of this game every Thursday in their daily newsletter. Maddie, can you remind our listeners how this game works? So I'm going to read you three news headlines. All of them might seem like they're real, but one is more fake than a Midwestern mayo-based, air quotes, salad. Ooh, good one. Don't drag 
pasta salad, egg salad, potato salad. <laughs> the best salads. Have you ever had Snickers salad? That is a salad I can get behind. <laughs> so Rebecca and Rebecca, you're going to try and guess which headline you think is the lie. And may the best Rebecca win. Ooh, all right. You're on, Rebecca. <laughs> Maddie, give us the headlines. Okay. Headline A, shockingly, Brad Pitt turns out to be a very fine sculptor. Headline B, why it's perfectly normal to see baby puffins thrown off cliffs in Iceland each year. And headline C, Harry Styles' dog kept pooping on set during Don't Worry Darling. So, Rebecca, I have a deep well of knowledge when it comes to pop culture. I read a lot of page six. So I am, I'm going to, I'm going to win this one. Okay. Let's break them down. Let's break them down. Okay. So Brad Pitt being an artist, what do you think, Rebecca? I think that one's real. I, I remember here reading something in the headlines about Brad Pitt having some sort of new skill and like Brad Pitt being a sculptor. Sure. Why not? Right. He's, I remember he was really, he's really into architecture. I think he designed their house. I think he designed Angelina's wedding ring. Like I said, I read a lot of page six. So I think that one's true. I think that one's true as well. Okay. So here's the deal. Um, Baby puffins being thrown off cliffs is terribly depressing. And I usually assume the depressing one is real. So I'm also going to say that one's real. And I'm, I, I feel like the Harry Styles dog pooping might be fake. But I don't know. I'm with you, Rebecca. Only because I've read a lot about this Don't Worry Darlings drama. I can't get enough. And I've not heard that one. So we would remember poop. That would come out. That would come out. <laughs> so Maddie is is poker faced. But we both Rebecca's are going with C about Harry Styles dog. That is the lie. And you are both correct. Yay! You both beat me. Woo-hoo! That is the lie. <laughs> I thought there was so much noise going on with the Don't Worry Darling drama that I thought I could get you. Poop cuts through the noise, though, <laughs> yep, Maddie. That's so true. <laughs> so true, Rebecca. That's I should know that. I'm going to keep that in mind every time I write a headline. <gasps> okay, tell us about these real headlines. So Brad Pitt is, in fact, a pretty talented artist, according to one reviewer at The Guardian. In his first public art debut last week, Pitt showed off nine of his sculptures at a museum in Finland. He's mainly self-taught and first got into pottery after his divorce with Angelina Jolie in 2017. Oh. There was also gossip that during the filming of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he actually invited Leonardo DiCaprio to come make pottery in his studio, which is the most <laughs> wholesome kind of celebrity gossip I've ever heard in my life. That's adorable. Yes. It's very cute. And this one's actually kind of even cuter. So it's totally normal to see residents of Iceland's Westman Island toss baby puffins off the side of a cliff. It's known as puffling season. Every year, Atlantic puffins hatch on the cliffs, and when they're ready, they fly out to sea to live for a few years before returning to breed. Usually, they use the light of the moon to find the ocean, but the lights of the city sometimes confuse them. So, for a few weeks in August and September every single year, the people of the island collect the lost pufflings, take them back to their cliffs, and just chuck them out to sea. Where they survive. Yes, where they survive. Okay. It's a life-saving technique. Okay. (laughs) They use the light of the moon, Rebecca. Maddie, thank you so much. And Rebecca, a pleasure competing against you. A pleasure. Game on for next week. Be sure to visit MorningBrew.com to subscribe to their great daily newsletter and listen to the refresh from Insider again next Thursday for another two headlines and a lie. 
Make sure to follow the refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Rebecca Knight in for Dave Smith. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon.